What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. Y'all been killing it with the liking and subscribing. Y'all been killing it. Thanks, guys. Thank you again for liking, subscribing, rating five stars, leaving comments, chiming in, hitting me up on social media. A couple people have talked to me and on Instagram about their Janet Jackson memories, about them watching um, some of the stuff I told y'all to watch about the Janet Jackson documentary, asking me if I'm going to the Anthony Hamilton and Music Soul Child Versus. Shout out to y'all. I am not going, but y'all have been killing it on the interaction, the assignments. So thanks again. Thank you guys so much. All right, let's get into it. Did y'all watch the Super Bowl halftime show? You see, I didn't say the entire Super Bowl in general because some of us watch just for the halftime show. Now, I ain't even gonna hold you. For a minute, I was into the game. Low-key, I was a little more into the game than I assumed I would be. It was good. I'm in LA. The Rams of Los Angeles were taking on the Bengals of Cincinnati. While I do not have ties to Cincinnati per se, My father is from Ohio. I have lots of family in Ohio, some of them Bengals fans. I was not personally invested in the Cincinnati Bengals, especially being from Michigan, because y'all know Ohio, Michigan got that beef. It's a nice, friendly beef, but still it's a beef. So it was only right that I root and now support, when I feel like supporting, the Rams of Los Angeles. They won, yay. But what we all tuned in for was for the entertainment. Okay, the singing and dancing. That's what we were here for. So with that, let me recap and break down some of the stuff that happened at Super Bowl performances, etc., etc. So first, LA County in downtown LA by SoFi Stadium, they had lots of events this entire week. I didn't go to none of them because I'm old and I just didn't feel like driving. If I had kids, maybe I would have took them down to the, the, the Super Bowl experience throw the football around, see people who was down there as a couple celebs and people walking around, hanging out, having a good time. That did not concern me this time around, but it was a big deal leading up to the Super Bowl. Now, the Super Bowl actual, the actual day. So y'all know they sing the Black National Anthem. They sing they a bunch of stuff, right? Mary Mary sung. They got Mary Mary back together. No shackles, okay? They sung had on blue shimmery outfits, fantastic job. Then when it was time for Janae Aiko to sing, y'all, did y'all see how they panned to Mickey Guyton? And it was like, Janae Aiko, and it was Mickey. I was like, yo, who is that? Y'all, it was Mickey Guyton, the country singer. They immediately corrected it, put the camera back on the actual Janae Aiko. But I was like, oh shoot, Uh uh-oh, we're about to have one of them days. They fixed it. Both of those young ladies sung, both of them did a fantastic job, Janae and Mickey. Yay, yay, yay. So already this Super Bowl was starting off being the blackest event ever. I don't even remember who was on the last Super Bowl uh, halftime show. That's how black this was. Was it, now that I think about it, was it J-Lo Shakira or was it somebody else? I don't remember. But 
you had Mary Mary, Mickey Guyton, Janae Aiko. Okay, it's it's colored. All right, so we all know because we've been seeing the promos, the announcements that this year's Super Bowl halftime show was Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and Eminem. Yippee, yay, 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 yay. That's what we were here for. So we didn't know what to expect. How are they going to do it? You know, halftime shows are only about 12, 13, some minutes long. So it's not a, a long set. And all of those people individually can go hours by themselves. So it was, we were anxious to see how they was going to pull it off. I thought they killed it. So it started off Dr. Dre at the producer's um, like a recording studio set and they built out houses yeah and y'all probably saw this but I'm just gonna point out the high level when they panned out the ground covering that the dancers were standing on that was the LA freeways that was like the LA county like freeway street map which was real cool to see but Snoop and Dr. Dre started with next episode Snoop out here cripped out blue bandana out y'all i literally immediately seeing snoop up there i was y'all probably felt this way too rap music hip-hop black culture pop culture because black culture is pop culture has come such a long way especially west coast rap do y'all remember in the 90s when politicians congresswomen and men senators was bulldozing CDs and running them over and trying to burn them outside to ban and stop rap music. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember the push to stop rap music, calling it harmful and just completely trying to get it up out of here. This was just in the 90s. That was just in the early 90s. Fast forward to now, hip hop, rap music, rap culture, hip-hop culture being one of the biggest and most popular genres you go to a rap concert now it's full of white people it's not it's a totally different consumer demographic who would have thought that we would be here so when i see snoop dogg at the super bowl halftime show full blue brand bandana crypt out y'all i was like wow hip-hop came such a long way and i'm so happy about it okay so they were performing next episode, go down some stairs. There was a, a band. Now, y'all know I love me a live band. Y'all, I screamed harder for the band. I was like, go shoot a band. Like, a, you know, I love me some a band. Had a band. They had, you know, like I said, the, the Cali set, Compton, Long Beach, L.A. And just for FYI, for y'all don't live here, Compton, Long Beach, and L.A. ain't close. Okay. Compton to L.A. is like an hour. L.A. to Long Beach is like an hour. It's probably an hour from Compton and Long Beach. They ain't close. But continuing on. 50 Cent done showed up hanging upside down like on the um, in the club video. Looking like a turkey leg. He was, y'all, <laughs> he had the GU and the wife beater on. Stuffed into the GU and the wife beater. Perform. That was unexpected because we didn't, he was in none of the promos. Which now that I saw him, I wasn't surprised. 50 Cent was one of the biggest artists that came out of Aftermath, Dr. Dre, Eminem. So seeing him there was like, oh yeah, of course, that makes sense. And look, I've been to a 50 Cent concert. I've been to a G-Unit concert. It was slapping. So 
50 Cent know how to put on a good show. He only had a couple minutes to perform. So he did, of course, in the club. Great. Mary J. Blige was out here stunting, looking good. Knee-high boots, shiny outfit on, killing it, dancing. She did Family Affair, no more drama. Fell out, y'all. The fell out. They talking about, look at Monet, passed out because of what happened to Zeke from, uh, from Power Ghost. Hilarious. Hilarious. Side note, too. Another side note. Did y'all see that clip flying around? about Mary J. Blige talking about her new album and how one of her songs is inspired about how she didn't have no money because Ken Do took all of it. Y'all, Ken Do, whoo! Mary J. Blige divorced Ken Do. He was cheating. She ended up having to pay him alimony and didn't have no money because he spent it all. Talk about the the slums, okay? So shout out to Mary for making her comeback and continuously reinventing herself and keeping herself relevant and getting to the bag because apparently somebody out here taking it now one of my favorite parts of the performance was Kendrick Lamar Kendrick Lamar he you know he gonna put on the show and he had the fruit of Islam-esque dancers in the background with the Dre Day sashes on with looking like Golden Lords from uh the Robert Townsend movie which one was that Meteor Man the, the Meteor Man was in the building loved it he always kill it. He always does a good job. Eminem, shout out to Detroit. Michigan's own lose yourself. You know we'll get the crowd hype if you at Super Bowl. And I knew this. When we were talking about this earlier, I was talking to somebody else. And they were talking about the performance. And people, the naysayers were like, well, people don't want rap music. What about the other type of fans? I remember telling somebody, I bet you any amount of money. I don't care if you're a country music fan, rock fan, Bruce Springsteen, Miranda Lambert. When Lose Yourself come on, them people going to lose themselves. And they did. He also had Anderson, Anderson Pac on the drums. And y'all know me. You know I love me some drummers. Woo! And Anderson just like he was having a good old time. He like he was having a good old time during that Eminem set. Then Eminem took a knee at the end of his portion of the performance. Now, people was tweeting and reporting saying that he tried, he ran out the NFL and they, they said he couldn't do it and he did it anyway. Then people were saying that's not actually what happened. He was just paying homage to Tupac because Dr. Dre pay, played I Ain't Mad at, at Y'all right after. So we don't know why he did that. But if he did take it, a la Colin Kaepernick, shout out to him. And if he didn't, maybe he was just winded. Okay. Maybe that brother was just winded. If so, catch your breath, playboy. Do what you need to do. Then, like I mentioned... Dr. Dre played a snippet of I Ain't Mad At You. Now, I was one of them people who was really looking. Remember the rumor this week came out that they was going to have a Tupac hologram? I was one of them dummies that was really like, oh, good, let's have a Tupac hologram. So when the Tupac hologram didn't come out, I was so sad. When California Love came on, I could have swore Tupac was about to pop out the ghost of Pac and with the out on bail, fresh out of jail, California dreaming. You wouldn't have been, I would have fainted. I was waiting. Soon as I step on the scene, I'm hearing hoochie screaming. I would have been one of them screaming, but he didn't come, and now he was really missed. Tupac would have been perfect to slide into this, but legends sometimes die. So shout out and rest in peace to Tupac. His his legacy was definitely looming in that. Then they ended the performance with Steel Dre. All of them on stage at the top of the house together. Wonder, y'all, this was a moment for black music, hip hop. Like I said, who would have thought? I've always been a hip hop fan. I was 
uh, had the pleasure of having young parents. So my dad was young when rap music was young. One of our first records that he bought us was the Fat Boys, Houdini. So we always listened to rap in our house. It was never one of those cases where it was like, you can't listen to that rap. No, we ne- we weren't that family. It was, oh, that new Fat here that new, you want that new uh, whatever album it is? Okay, here you go. So I had all of the CDs, all of the records, all of the tapes, all of those. But I, like I said, I also remember the controversy. And I see how far we've come. And I'm glad we're here now. Also adding again that next year it's going to be Bruce Springsteen, Bon Jovi, freaking uh, Adam Levine. It's going to be every Kelly Clark, Blake Shelt. Like it's going to be non-black. Unless it's in a black city like Detroit. I don't know where next Super Bowl is going to be. But if it's in like a regular city... It's going to be unseasoned. I, hey, hey, they got to mix it up. But I'm going to watch the halftime show like I usually do. Just so we can, you know, see some good entertainment and get some good performances. Some of my faves, this has sparked the conversation about people's favorite halftime shows. Prince stands out. Michael Jackson, Beyonce, both times she was there because she was solo. Then had Destiny's Child pop up. And then she was there with Bruno Mars. Shout out to them. When uh, Katy Perry bought out Missy Elliott, that was fantastic. So regardless, it's going to be a good time. I'm going to tune in. Did y'all watch? How did y'all feel about it this year? Did y'all like it? Where would y'all rank it? I'm not going to rank it per se, but it was definitely one of my favorites. Let me know what y'all thought about it as well. Hit me up on social media at Cornelia. Speaking of West Coast and hip hop, Snoop Dogg now owns Death Row Records, y'all. Snoop has acquired the infamous Death Row Records. Now, flashback. In case you're a Black News listener and you weren't around back in the day-day, Death Row Records was led up by Suge Knight. Suge Knight was, he was, he was infamous. But Death Row Records was responsible for a lot of, um, well, Dr. Dre's, early solo career the chronic was on death row doggy style was on death row when tupac got out of jail all eyes on me was on death row it was i believe it was all eyes on all eyes on me and machiavelli seven day theory suge knight was the one who built who bonded Pac out of jail so the infamous suge knight all of the rumors surrounding him and his legacy he was a blood they said they ran death row like it was a freaking gang beating people up, hanging them outside the window. Like the story you hear about the death row reputation, it's a lot. And fun fact, y'all remember Hammer was signed to death row. MC Hammer was on death row, y'all. So it was a lot going on. But apparently now that Suge Knight is in prison, death row has filed bankruptcy and that's how Snoop was able to acquire it so let me read the snippets and the blurbs that I got off of the web we'll do a quick discussion and we'll get y'all thoughts so apparently Snoop Dogg acquired Death Row Records' brand from MNRK Music Group which was controlled by a private equity fund managed by Blackstone the investment firm so the details of the deal, they're not disclosed. We don't know how much Snoop bought it for, 
We don't know what he got along with it. I'm going to assume that he did not get the music catalog, but who knows? If Snoop got the catalogs that came with Death Row Records, buddy boy, big banking right now. If if the acquiring of this included the chronic, doggy style, all of those things, woo, y'all, that's huge. But I'm, I would assume that it's not, but we'll see. Per Snoop, a statement, he said, I'm thrilled and appreciative of the opportunity to acquire the iconic and culturally significant Death Row Records brand, which has immense untapped future value. It feels good to have ownership of the label I was a part of at the beginning of my career and as one of the founding members. This is an extremely meaningful moment for me. Also, like I said, Suge Knight lost Death Row in 2006 when it went into bankruptcy. So it has been with M and RK, I'm assuming that entire time. But your dog literally and figuratively got it back. So shout out to Snoop. One is anxious to see what he does with it. We are definitely in an era of nostalgia. So I know people will be anxious to support or rock the brand or just talk about it in any way possible. This also reminds me or uh, kind of sparks the conversation of how Puff, Puff Daddy, Sean P. Diddy Combs recently bought back the brand or repurchased Sean John clothing. Again, we're nostalgia right now. Everybody want to rock 90s clothes. Kamora Lee Simmons bought back Baby Fat. So this is what we own right now. So I'm happy. Y'all know I love me some 90s. Your girl was rapping all the Death Row songs. Okay. I am excited. Now, people also are wondering, what does Suge Knight have to say about this? Suge Knight got a son. And according to Suge Knight's son, everything all good. He said, after, of course, TMZ caught up with him, it's a victory for the West Coast. And that he is just happy, just like everybody else per Suge Knight's son. I'm just happy it's coming back to the West Coast. And now hopefully we can start winning because we lost Nipsey. We lost Kobe. I mean, we lost a lot of things. Even after my dad went to jail, we started losing. He added that his father is not punching the air with Snoop's ownership. And he said, Easy e and my pops was cool. Snoop and my pops is cool. And other people are cool in the industry. People just don't understand that. So sound like it's, it's everything all good. Sound like everything is fine, which I'm happy about because don't nobody need no drama. Don't nobody want to. We don't got time for that. We too old. Snoop, Shook, they too, we're, we're too old. Okay. So I'm excited. Let me know how y'all feel about it. Were y'all team death row? Where did y'all stand during the beef? The infamous East Coast versus West Coast beef. I was pretty neutral. Y'all know I'm from the Midwest. So in the Midwest, we were just kind of looking in like, ooh, it's getting crazy. But low-key Flint people were heavy on Tupac because MC Bree, the legendary MC Bree, who was from Flint, shout out to him, rest in peace. MC Bree bought Tupac to Flint one time in the mid to early 90s. And I feel like after that, Flint just adopted Tupac and started treating him like he was his own. This was before cell phones, pagers. This was back in the day. And word got around Flint that MC Bree had Tupac with him at the mall. So people was calling everybody house phone, telling them to hurry up and get to the Valley, which was the Genesee Valley Mall. Hurry up and get to the Valley because Tupac at the mall with MC Bree. And after that, he was actually there with MC Bree. Flint became Tupac City. So I, while 
we were kind of neutral, like, ooh, it's getting crazy. Low-key, I was riding for Tupac, and when Tupac died, I thought my life was over because we were supposed to get married when I got older, and we were supposed to be together forever. So, I'm just going to say I was team death row. But where was y'all standing in it? Let me know. And are you excited about death row coming back? Hit me up on social media, at Cornelia, with your thoughts. Let's get into honorable mention. Y'all, Jordan Peele's next movie called Nope. That's spelled N-O-P-E, like the actual Nope, starring Daniel Kaluuya. Well, excuse me, Oscar-winning Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, and Glenn from The Walking Dead. Y'all, I am going to see this. Y'all already know. Y'all already know I'm going to see it. It looks like it's about an alien invasion of some type, based on the trailer. Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya own work at are associated with a black horse training company thing-esque, I think. I don't know where Glenn from The Walking Dead fit in here, but hey, always loved him, you know, since he was on the show. But this movie, I'm going to see it. Y'all know Get Out, Us, he was associated, Jordan Peele, with Candyman Anything he touches in that horror space, even if it's comedy, y'all know it's going to be thought provoking. It's going to be good. And even if it's kind of weird, we going to be talking about it. Conversation starter. So I'm going to see Nope. I will be in theaters. It's coming out July 22nd. Sign me up. Okay. We're going to talk about it on Black News. It's quite a ways to go. July is pretty far out. It's only February, but hell, it's going to be July in no time. So Get y'all tickets as soon as they come out and support Jordan Peele. Are y'all going to watch? Nope. Did y'all like Get Out and Us? I liked Get Out. I still don't know what Us was about. I saw it twice. I can't tell you what that movie was about. I know we had the family that Lupita Nyong'o was in. Then you had the the evil Lupita Nyong'o family with the scissors, the bunny rabbits, the red jumpsuits. I don't know what that movie was about. Still can't tell you, but I'm going to support it. Just like I'm going to support Nope. Will you be doing the same? Yep. Is the answer yep? Yep. It's yep for me. Hit me up. Let me know your thoughts at Canelia. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you again so much for sticking with us, supporting the podcast, liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard, rating five stars and leaving a comment. It helps more than you know. So I really, really appreciate it and keep sharing black news with all of your friends and family. Be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Cornelia on all platforms across the board. That's at Cornelia, like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, hit me up. Check Cornelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much, guys. I hope you have a fantastic week. Keep supporting, keep growing, keep building, keep staying safe and keep staying healthy. As always, again, I'll see you back here next time, same time, same place. Bye.